1: Hello, I'm Russell Kane. Welcome to Boys Don't Cry. This is the space where I gather, well, I used to gather a panel of men together to talk about the things that men normally won't talk about uh, with a female auditor, making sure we don't drift lazily into sexist stereotypes. Uh, But now in these times, we're recording this in 2021. We're still doing this digitally, which is why I only have one male guest. So I'm not stamping on their stories and joining in. It's because we need really at least two blokes opening their hearts for this to work. We've talked about all kinds of stuff, height, body hair. I can't believe how messed up men are about how tall they are. I can't believe how confused men are about whether we're supposed to shave our chest, tummies, bits. There are no answers. If you type it into Google, it's something, you know, some girls let that, some girls dip. You know, women can say what they like. You try living in a, in a girl's world. It's so oppressive. At least you know what the oppressor looks like. For a man, we can't even find the mountain. We just keep walking into the mountain and going, oh, there's a fucking mountain there, apparently. Apparently, now, are we supposed to be aggressive anymore? I mean, the, at the time of recording, there's a massive debate about uh, male uh, behavior. So we're spo- we're not supposed to be aggressive at all, obviously. And yet... Are we supposed to be ironically aggressive because it's a turn on with a long-term partner but not actually violent? so we turn all stuff when we get back to you? I mean, just give us a fucking break. Just give us a manual we can follow so we can get laid, married, kids, get old, nursing home, death. That's all I wanna do. Just some answers. And today we're talking about an aspect yeah. that controls so much of men and women's and gender non-binary people's lives. And that is creativity. You can interpret this as literally as you like, as in I've, you know, during lockdown, I started painting, I made up dances, I started singing in the kitchen, did all of those, or we can look at it in the sense of lateral thinking, thinking sideways to problem solve in a relationship, in an economic quandary, in, in all these different um, ways we could think about creativity. And we're going to try and look as many as we can in the next 40, 50 minutes or so. And what a frigging panel I have today. Um, you've probably seen her rotating at 360 and then not vomiting, which is quite hard. I've got Diane Buzzwell, which, I mean, it's got to be the best surname for anyone who's ever been to a nightclub. But... <laughs>
2: Buzzwell. Everyone calls me Buswell. But
1: it's, it's gotta be it's, Buzzwell, right? It's strictly it's, it's I should Buzzwell. say it's strictly Star Die Buzzwell, for anyone that hadn't figured it out. Um so <laughs> but Buzzwell is like was your like your ancestors like a raver or they invented MDMA <laughs> or something? <laughs>
2: Who knows? But yeah, with that surname, you would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's a, I, don't, I never really think about it, but it's a pretty cool surname, isn't it? Buzzwell. it
1: is, it's cool, but like in the line you're in, you just don't want to be photographed with your eyes rolling in a pub because the headline is yeah. going to be Diane buzz, 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 buzz as well.
2: Buzz as well. <laughs>
1: So you've uh, you've managed to keep working. We obviously saw you. Uh, we've seen you working during lockdown. They managed to do a distance strictly this year, so it's it's all it's all good. All the I'm assuming you've been chore- doing choreography over Zoom, things like that, still working. So we'll talk all about that in a moment. Now, my next guest. The reason I know so much about my next guest is my wife Lindsay is a super fan. He's coming out of Africa via Plymouth to Manchester. It's Stephen Bartlett. If you don't know anything about him, the guy is a very, very successful entrepreneur. Is that the best way to describe yourself? Yes. Made millionaire several times. I'm guessing we would have seen you in the Secret Teacher. Catch up on that if you want to watch it. Was that on Channel Four? Secret Teacher.
3: Channel Four, yeah. It was on Channel Four yeah. about a year ago, but it, yeah, replays thankfully. Yeah.
1: And um, so, how many businesses are you running at the moment, Stephen? Would you say?
3: Um, probably zero right now. I resigned from the company I started when I was 21 in August last year. Yeah. And now I've got my own, you know, my little businesses, which are small little businesses around some of my passion projects. But really, you know, I went from running a 300 million pound business to now I'm unemployed. So hit the bed.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. You're going to be one un- unemployed man. People are still going to be interested. Can
1: I buy that unemployed man a drink? <laughs> you,
0: don't hear,
1: you don't hear that very often. Like, you're going no. to have a drink. drink. I'm buying a drink for the unemployed man. <laughs> 300 million you say (laughs) please let me join your table so first first things first Um, let's get relationship statuses because this is ultimately going to be a a program about relationships Diane single attached living with what's going on just remind everyone
2: I am um, I'm not single I am living with my boyfriend Joe Sugg who I met on Strictly Come Dancing he was my second partner uh, on the show, yeah. obviously oh, wow. my my celebrity. I was like, whatever. No, what are you? A no, nun? no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> not eighteen but seventy. Funny enough, You're all allowed I, to discover
1: yourself, Diane.
2: I'm actually <laughs> Joe's. I'm Joe's first girlfriend. What? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I am Joe's first girlfriend. I know because um, I
1: saw you change your Twitter handle to Diane V Taker, didn't you? <laughs> <that>? Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. I I'm very happily in a relationship.
1: Right. And uh, Stephen Barley, you're not running a £300 million business. Any time for romance at the moment? Co-habiting? No, I'm single. single. Go- I'm completely
3: single. Just me and my dog, Pablo. Single. Yeah.
1: After Picasso?
3: Yes. Yeah. Or Escobar.
1: And is that because he's a creative dog or because he's got a wonky face like a Picasso painting?
3: He has multiple moods. Sometimes he's a drug dealer. Sometimes he's creative. Sometimes he combines both of his passions. I was going to say,
1: if he's a pug, Picasso is a great name for a dog because the eyes and noses are in the wrong
3: fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. No, he's a French bulldog, but I think he, yeah, his eyes and nose aren't necessarily symmetrical.
1: Oh, that, so That's just a pug with his ears stuck up. Right. So we're going to talk about creativity. First of all, uncomfortable question. Let's not worry about whether we're socialized or whether we live in a patriarchal society that squashes women. We do, by the way. Google it. But are men more creative than and women, Diane Buswell. You put, I mean, you must find yourself when you're on Strictly, week on week, creative brief drops in can I add to it can I change it I'm getting friendly because I'm working a lot with Anton at the moment so I know your world is very similar to mine in that someone else is rocking up with a concept that's forced on you then you've got to bring your creativity to it maybe bring something better to the table so it must be a weekly challenge watching all the dancers around you watching how the male dancers you work with the female non-professionals that come onto the show who's more creative if you had to run a straw poll includes everyone from your engineers Mm. to your painters. Or are men and women 50-50 more creative?
2: It's so tough. I think it's just I don't think it's really gender specific. I think uh-huh. it's either you are creative or you're not. I don't really think that one sex is more creative than the other. Like I I mean, in in the the lineup of Strictly Pros, that I would say there are some boys that are more creative and then there are some girls that are more creative. But I also have sort of grown up around very creative um guys so mm-hmm. for example like my brother's creative um joe is like super creative um so i don't know it's a tough one i just think it's it's more in the person rather than the gotcha. sex well,
1: well let me ask you this question which might tell us more about power and influence and creativity mm. of all the choreographers you've worked with in your life on big yep. shows if you had to give a percentage, male female split, what would it be off the top of your head?
2: So, if I can think of the top of my head, I can think of uh, probably two of the guys that I think are super creative, and I probably think are the most creative. So, I would say t- guys. Actually, if I could think of uh, two the top of the, it could be more head. of a
1: comment on power. That
2: yeah, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that 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 said, is it? I mean, it's more likely to be. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to make some sort of offensive stereotype here. I've worked a lot in dance and theatre, and the choreographers tend to be gay men rather than the straight men a lot more often. Yeah. But it's not, not as easy to rise to, to power in, in anything, if you're from any sort of group that doesn't get proper representation. That said, I don't think we've learned anything. Stephen Barley, in the world of creative entrepreneurship, men yeah. are men more creative than women? We watch Dragon's Den, and there's... I, I mean, Deborah Meaden looks as creative as Theo Paphitis and all the others to me but what would you what would you say do you think are, are, i mean there is i will give you some evidence in a minute but there is a lot of evidence that men find it harder to tune out they must dock their teens check the locks i mm. mean men collect stamps for fuck's sake they oh. clearly got weird logical slightly on the spectrum minds compared to girls
3: so i think innately there's i i would i would assert logic would assert that there's probably no fundamental difference however I would imagine as we we grow up and experience, we have different experiences of different different genders. We develop certain types of creativity in different fields um, more so than of the other gender. However, I think like the manifestation of the creativity, actually seeing it, that's where like the patriarchy and power um, dynamics come into play. Because I'm just thinking, I was just thinking about my company. So, just thinking in Manchester, we've got 300 people in an office there, and we're a creative business coming up with ideas for brands. And I'm thinking. The reason why I would probably say that we have more males in the creative roles, the traditional creative director or creative executive roles, is because of systemic issues that have caused it to be safer for those males to speak up with their ideas because creativity invokes vulnerability right to be creative which is to be imaginative and think of ideas you have to put yourself out there for 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 critique and i think systemically men have been given more permission to fail and to put themselves out there so i think it would appear that men are more creative, but I think fundamentally, I, d- I don't think there's a difference.
1: Hmm. And interestingly, this has been studied. So creativity is associated with masculine traits. So Aaron Kay and Christy Kovel performed several studies of gender bias and creativity, and the results showed that both men and women associated creativity with stereotypically masculine traits, like, as you've just said in different words, independence, decisiveness, yeah, exactly. courage, competitiveness. Yeah more than feminine traits, such as cooperativeness and sensitivity. So there is an argument that to be truly creative, I mean, I was a copywriter for five years as well for this. In fact, I was a head copywriter and worked with brands a lot, trying to come up with ideas. I was, in fact, I was very near to going over to being a creative planner. And you can't really be too cooperative. I mean, you can with your art director, but ultimately you want someone to come in uh, put the, your bits on the table and go this is what we're going with this is Vodafone's headline 100%. not kind of let me just get consensus from yeah. you from the department and have a chat about it first yeah. um, also um, men and women rate creativity higher in men so when we get a group of men and women that are equally creative we rate the creativity of the men more highly so this is another study where subjects were asked to evaluate a house design but varied the gender of the architect that's all that was changed both men and women rated creativity higher when they were told the architect was a man studies suggest really? that the reason men are seen as more creative is a belief that it takes autonomy independence and thinking that diverges from the status quo i mean that that, that must be crushing diana someone who <laughs> literally starts with a blank stage and then can move to telling the story of world war ii or do a fucking charleston in a chicken <laughs> pot i mean it's create it's crazily creative what you do
2: it's yeah it is but it is very interesting what Stevens just said there because I class myself as a super creative person like I'm a hairdresser by trade I obviously I'm a dancer I choreograph I do all these things that are based on creativity but the one thing that I think sometimes lets blocks that creativity is the um I guess uh confidence to to smash that out because I, I, co- I constantly think, oh, I wonder if that person thinks that's a bad idea. So then that creativity stops because you are putting a barrier up. So I kind of understand um, that guys can sometimes just be like, you know what, I'm just going to put it all out there. So it seems like they're more creative. Ah. But it's just like sometimes women can, um, well, I know for myself, can block the creativity because I'm not as confident as putting it out there. But, but so interesting. I-
1: I was speaking to my, my, my mother-in-law about this, who was on when it was still called Come Dancing before the word strictly was added to it. Yeah. Which is it's sort of taking the edge off how filthy that sounds. I, think, I mean, <laughs> dancing is good, but I don't. Anyway, so um, so she said that when she was coming up through the ranks, there's so few male dancers that the girls, this whole um, two women dancing together show is not a big thing because when you're training, you're mostly doing girl-girl dancing anyway. So this would suggest there's a lack of male dancers to start with.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I can remember myself um, dancing with females growing up because I mean, I I mean, I come from a tiny little town called Bunbury. And I think there was one boy I know. Is that B-U-N?
1: B-U-N for November.
2: B-U-N, not B-U-M. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bunbury um, or Funbury, as I used to call it. <laughs> I know. Fun Vegas, the words go on. Um, but yeah, there was one boy in the whole of Bunbury that danced. So I ha- I grew up dancing with loads of females um, until that one boy decided he wanted to dance with me. And then I actually had a proper partner. But yeah, up until that point, I was dancing with with girls the whole time.
1: How important, uh, Steve, is creativity in the entrepreneurial realm? Because pe- people sometimes, like our, our, the, for, for um, plebs like me, our contact is Dragon's Den. That's mm-hmm. it. And also the property program that was on recently, Manctopia, with that with that dude that looks like Gary Barlow. I forget what his name <laughs> is. Trainers in a T-shirt, that one. Millionaire property dude. Anyway, uh, so for us... It, it, before you start thinking about it, you sort of think about it as a sort of killer, red rag, cut and thrust, see an opportunity, buy, sell. But in fact, it's a lot more sideways thinking needed in entrepreneurship, isn't there?
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the world's most successful entrepreneurs, in fact, the world's most successful entrepreneur currently by, if you were to rate it on how much money they've attained, Elon Musk, is quite <laughs> literally... I you going to say Jeff Bezos' wife. No, no. Not, <laughs> not, not Mackenzie, <laughs> no. I think she must be third or fourth, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Um, elon musk is the yeah. you know he's the the killer entrepreneur of our of our lifetimes yeah. having done internet businesses space he's putting microchips in brains and you probably don't think of elon musk as creative you probably say entrepreneur or whatever else but you know the definition of creativity is the use of like imagination or original ideas to create something right that's the definition and this is a good and so engineers which is what elon musk is he's the chief engineer at spacex that is the definition of creativity. He's mm. engineering things that have never, ever been possible in ways that they've never been done to take us to Mars. So um, our entrepreneurs aren't necessarily always seen as creatives. We think of it as arts and like um, things like that. But I think entrepreneurship, which is again, the, using your imagination to create an original thing it, for me is the definition of creativity. And I never ever considered myself a creative, but but as I reflect on it, looking back over my career, I've probably actually been more a creative director at my company than I have a CEO. Mm. Being honest with you, like, and, and to be honest, if you look at Gymshark, which is another business in the UK, which is worth a billion run by a kid my age called Ben, he realized that in fact, he wasn't an entrepreneur, a CEO. So he became chief brand officer and he just works on the creativity around the brand. Huel, another, the fastest growing UK brand run by an entrepreneur called Julian Han. He realized that he wasn't actually a CEO and he became head of brand. And this is the the case across a lot of entrepreneurs. I think we are actually just creatives, but we've got um, conflated with some semantics. So, yeah.
1: Honestly, people will be hanging on their every word. Because lots of people are gonna soon as everything opens, people wanna start businesses. This one's gonna piss you both off. Well it okay. pissed me off anyway. I've got i I've got a daughter. So so it when they did a test where they presented work where two people had presented similar ideas, and when they showed that they were men that had come up with these similar ideas, both ideas were deemed ingenious and original. But when women had come up with the ideas, they were like, oh, yeah, they're both, they're clever, but it's the same idea. Both girls come up with the same thing. So men are deemed more ingenious, even when they come up with an idea that's already out there in the realm. So for, in your world, done, you, you go, what if we did this this week and I'm going to do, and it's, good, it's a bit similar to Karen's idea. It's more like you're more likely to get more of that than if Anton like strikes a pose. It's just genius because Anton's done it. Sorry, Anton, if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, that is fuck it, this 2021, not 1821. That is some depressing shit.
2: Yeah, that does kind, of, it does, it does infuriate me a little bit. Um and I I don't know, I don't know why that would be the case, but yeah, I, I don't really have anything to say to that apart from I do. That yeah. annoys well, me. I, I was gonna
1: say, Steve, it's really important in your in, in your world. So say my my Lindsay, who's she's now on her, her second business. If she was to put a business out there, she would be more likely to get negative PR for her socials not to pick up for this, that, yeah. and the other because it's too similar to someone else and else's. raise
3: investment, right? She B- goes raise into
1: investment than investment than if I then if I were to do it, yeah. Oh, the comedians started a, a property yeah. business. That's, that's clever. That yeah. I would get more of that shit. So that's
3: what Lindsay's <laughs> doing at the moment—a property business, which one could deem I mean, obviously a so, property done before. But it's so important to just give the like true extent of how how severe and how much of a disadvantage that is because in business you quite literally have to sell whether it's to employees that you want to come and work for you the best talent in the world whether it's raising capital and access to capital is a huge issue for genders and minorities and then it's to customers and to clients these are like that is the, those are the things that will meet, meet equal success or failure but i think what this the first thing i thought when you said that was um does this not highlight how much we waste our time with hashtags and black tiles on Instagram. Whenever there's one of these incidents or Black Lives Matter or whatever, and we all turn to the virtue signaling on social media, when clearly there's systemic, deep-rooted psychological cultural problems, Mm -hmm. and the hashtag, the black tile, will not fix it. It will make you Mm -hmm. look good and like you are correct and you are part of the right group of thinking and people. But this is why whenever we have one of these moments, I'm like, Oh god like you don't understand the true nature of these real deep systemic biases and where they're coming from and we're taught them when we're kids and when we're babies from the movies we watch from the magazines we read from what we see on instagram and to think that a hashtag is going to overcome or override my deeply held childhood systemic beliefs about what a black person is and what a woman's place is is nonsense and this is why mm-hmm. if we ever if we're ever actually genuine about solving problems in our society with minority genders, whatever we have to do, like the hard work and really think about it. Nobody nobody wants to do that because it's much no. easier to virtue signal. So you've only got 140 characters. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And nobody, ca- nobody, re- like a lot of people don't really care. They care about being correct, mm-hmm. but they don't care about fixing things because mm-hmm. if they were, they'd be taking a different approach. Yeah. I so- they care I so- about
2: how they're seen rather than than the real yeah effect of it because you're so right there, and that's um you know when all this this stuff is happening and you're seen to be a bad person if you don't post about it but in actual fact it, it's so much better if you were just actually like taking it all in it's it's not yeah. going to do anything and the, just posting well, it
1: and, and let let it show, i always say to people just let it show in your work as well yeah people can look back at the programs you're making who you're who you're employing the businesses you're starting and you're either talking shit or you're not
2: yeah exactly like, So where,
1: show me show me your paper trail as it were there's one there's one thing we've not mentioned like, i wasn't going to go off on this tangent, but as soon as we're here there's always conversations as there must be whether they're getting anywhere or not steve about about um uh, race and gender but mm-hmm. i do suspect um that class is quite interesting when it comes to creativity, and the reason I think it's more interesting is I think it probably has a different effect in different areas with respect to creativity. It, I don't think it's a coincidence that Mister Oik here, my accent's now rained back from about ten levels from what it mm-hmm. used to be, by the way, uh, ended up first as a copywriter and then as a comedian. Now those two professions. You stick me in the room as I was stuck in the room straight out of university with two people from Eton, three people who've got advertising degrees and me with my English degree, council estate person dropped in so I could get a credit on my on my um, degree. And within 24 hours to seven days... <laughs> everyone's forgotten where you went to school, where you've got three legs, one leg, black, white, female, posh. No one gives a fuck if your client's Vodafone and they've got 200 grand to spend. They want the little genius kid that's going to come up with... Not, I'm not saying I was a genius, but they want whoever's going to come up with the headline, the branding solution, right? I'm guessing it's pretty much the same with dancing, although access to the resources to learn dancing... Well, let's just put that aside. If I bust the dance floor, no one's really, really like talent talks or creativity talks so i wondered how democratic entrepreneurship is because i'm guessing it's less so putting aside race and gender for a second if you sound a bit common or you don't have the education it's got to be quite hard to get people to believe in you whereas if i if i come in the into the room and i'm like that 6 foot 1 tall white posh you sort of want to give me your money more. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how much, how many geniuses, how many billionaires we lose just because they dared to be born in a tower block.
3: You're, you're completely right. I actually spoke to Obama about this. I did a talk with him in Brazil. Fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. And he said to me, I went through the floor
1: that night. Yeah. Yeah. He,
3: He said to me, he said, when you, when you exclude, he was talking about women in society, um, and he was talking to people in Brazil on, on stage in Sao Paulo, where I was speaking with um, after him. And he said, "You're you're choosing as a society to leave talent off the field, and the only per, the only people that you're punishing is your own like economy and society. And that is an, a conscious choice to leave talent off the field if you're not being inclusive. Of course, you're right. I, I, was, I was I was I was when you were t- talking through that question, I was thinking about a bunch of things. Like the crazy thing is, in countries like Africa and India, they have higher levels of entrepreneurship because they have to. Right? They don't have the same amount of jobs. So they go out and my mum dropped out of school at seven years old, she started a stall in Africa and she would just take everything she owned and every day put it on the stall. In the UK, because of the context and the dynamics, yeah, if you are, if your accent's not right, if you have darker skin, if you are a female, yeah, it's harder for you. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this a little bit. Um, and um, here's, here's maybe not the, such the unpopular opinion, right? Is we all have disadvantages. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I've come to learn over the last 10 years that the greatest disadvantage is believing that my disadvantage will get in my way. Mm-hmm. And I know that people are like, no, 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 but Steve, please just say, because you're black, you have this. No, no, no. I call, yeah, okay, a couple of people that I encounter in my career. I'll just work a little bit harder. We all have disadvantages, whether it's your brain, your skin, your gender, and I won't allow my disadvantage to become, to turn me into a victim in my mind. Same thing with my grades, like I got shitty grades in school, the risk wasn't the bad grades, the risk was then walking through life thinking that I was an E and and walking into rooms thinking that I deserve D, GCSE grade stuff, right? I could have walked through my whole fucking life as a D. But I, and this is the thing, you've got to resist these labels and you've got to resist the, the temptation to succumb to your own, you know, disadvantages, right? We've all got disadvantages, so yeah. I've just always ignored mine. And I know some people will see me walk in and go, oh, black guy, what's he doing here? You know what I mean? Because even my board of directors at Social Chain, they were all, they were all, I mean, the, the supervisory board were all double my age and whiter than you've ever seen. You've never seen a, an all male. You've never seen <laughs> a, a bigger group of old white men. And then me, this black kid in a snapback, who was the CEO, <laughs> by the way.
1: <laughs> must have be been pleasurable. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> edward do you want to go and fetch me a tea yes yes sir yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just didn't i i personally made the decision i wasn't gonna let me let it hold me back i love that
1: okay we're gonna take a break there i feel a short story coming on i better go and write it this is the end of part one of a discussion with stephen bartlett and diane boswell on creativity